Are you a practitioner or a coach listening to this? If so, I would love to ask you, do you use hypnotherapy in your practice working with clients? And if not, would you like to? The power of hypnotherapy is limitless. And so often we experience our clients struggling to reach their goals. It's because they're coming up against their own brick walls and getting stuck. But you can help them through the power of hypnosis, break through all of that, working with their unconscious mind to put the suggestions in, to have them taking the action to achieve the results that they want. They are thrilled with your coaching techniques. They're getting the results they want. You feel amazing because you are helping your client get the results they want. It's a win-win. And another win is that it's an added revenue stream for you in your business. So if you like the feel of helping your clients get the results they want, if you like the sound of that, then definitely reach out Melissa at yourguidedhealthjourney.com or click the link tree link below for my unlimited power of hypnosis class to learn more. It's a weekend designation program that I teach valid in 42 countries. You write an exam after taking the experiential course and you can be admitted to the American Board of Hypnotherapy and start using hypnotherapy one-to-one with your clients and have them achieving the results they want. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I am your host, Melissa Dealey, and today I am here with my guest, Lisa Mannion. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you on the show because this show will come out during National Cancer Survivor Month, and I really want people to hear your story of healing because that will give them hope. But before we dive in, I just want to introduce you a little bit to the audience as well. Lisa is the business marketing architect, founder, and president of Right On Creative and host of the podcast, Your Message Matters. She teaches, trains, and transforms via her philosophies for marketing with integrity and methodologies about healing with love. She pioneered the values-based challenge solution invitation communication framework to create marketing messages with integrity with an emphasis on passion points. She specializes in taking the pain out of planning and pain points out of marketing. Her work has been featured in Inc. Magazine and multiple number one best-selling books. Her marketing strategies are known to create million-dollar results. Lisa believes business is personal and is a cancer thriver. 
which we will be talking about. She is the author of the number one best-selling book, Spiritual Sugar, which we will also be talking about, The Divine Ingredients to Heal Yourself with Love. So with that, Lisa, I would love for you to share your story from being diagnosed with cancer through to where you're at today. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to back up to even before my diagnosis, because as with most things in my life, everything's divinely guided. And two years prior to receiving the diagnosis, I actually received a divine download that told me I was going to write a book called Spiritual Sugar, and that it was going to be about healing with love, to which I thought, I'm not even remotely qualified. I don't know that I'm a healed person. I think we're always on a continual healing journey. And I was overwhelmed because I had already received this divine charge to teach marketing with integrity. So I journaled about it and I tucked it aside. And I didn't really give it a second thought other than I thought that's way too big for me. I have no idea why the creator is giving me this message because it makes no sense to me in this moment. So fast forward to that was in 2015 to 2017. And I was having some health issues and I wasn't sure what was going on, but I knew there was something really big happening. And I was trying to navigate Western medicine, which can sometimes be a challenge particularly when you're not really being listened to. So I felt something growing in my throat. I had um, squamous cell carcinoma, base of tongue, so throat cancer. And um, I didn't know it at that time, but I felt something growing inside of me. And my, my airway was starting to get obstructed because the tumor was growing. I didn't know exactly what was going on, but I was having all kinds of different symptoms. And so I was working with a a general practitioner, nurse practitioner, and she kept telling me that I had an abscess tooth, which I knew was not the case, you know, and I was getting frustrated and I would tell her my symptoms and she's like, oh, well, let's just give you some acid reflux medicine or let's just do this. And I was like, no, I want to know the root cause. This is not working for me. And finally, I frustrated her, which I'm, I'm sure I did because I was asking all these questions and I was saying, no, I don't want drugs. I don't want, I don't want to just mask the symptoms. I want to know what's going on. So finally she asked me exactly like me. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's why, that's why we connected, you know? Yes, that is, you know, I frustrate my doctor for the same reason, because I say the same things. I don't want to mask the symptoms. I don't want the prescription drug. I want the root cause. And we should all know the root cause because that's how we get to true healing. Anyway, I digress. Keep going. No, that's okay. I'm yeah, glad I'm you know, you knew yeah. to do that and to advocate for yourself because sometimes we really have to. Well, we did. And then finally she asked me if I thought I had cancer and I was, I was really bothered by that because I'm, I'm very smart and I'm very intuitive, but a little thing precludes me from making that kind of diagnosis. Like, Oh, I don't know. Never going to medical school. You know, (laughs) that's, I was there for her expertise, but I wasn't getting what I needed. And I don't blame her. I want to, I want to share that, you know, it's, it's a broken system. People are pushed through. There's only a limited amount of minutes that a doctor can spend with you. So there's so many things we could unpack there, but we're not going to get into that today. We'll just get into the whole other episode. It is. It's like, that's, (laughs) that's another thing in and of itself. But, um, so I ended up, getting a referral to an ear, nose and throat specialist and finally had a, um, had a scope and they determined that there was a growth that was over two centimeters big, about the size of a walnut. And so immediately they scheduled a a biopsy 
And I went back in, had the biopsy, and I was told, you know, the the three words that no one ever really wants to hear, you have cancer, or it is cancer. One of those, I don't know, but the three word combination is something I don't wish anyone to have to deal with. And so I had already, um, prior to getting in with the ENT, I was sitting in my office again, and I was sitting in inquiry, and I was thinking, oh my gosh, what if I do have cancer? Because I hadn't even imagined that could be a possibility until the doctor asked me if I thought I had cancer. And as I was sitting in my office, I got another message that said, don't worry, you're going to heal this with love. And at that moment, I remembered, oh my gosh, that journal entry and that message that I tried to ignore, but clearly can't ignore anymore. And I went and pulled that up and bought the domain name on the spot. So in true entrepreneurial form, I'm trying to heal myself, figure things out, not sure what's going on, but like, okay, clearly this is a sign and I'm supposed to do something big with this. So, um, I, it was cancer, clearly, I got that um, note. But even when even when that was delivered to myself and my mom, we were there together, I, I didn't panic because I had that thought and that hope that, okay, we're going to heal this with love. I was given that message for a reason. The messages that I'm given typically come to fruition. I have not been you know, steered in the wrong direction yet. So I'm going to go with that because it beats the alternative. So I really chose to focus on healing with love instead of rolling into fear, because we know the power of the mindset is so huge that had I bought into the fear of everything, it would have just, it wouldn't have worked out well for me, right? Absolutely not. Because you buy into the fear, the fear weakens the immune system as it increases your stress. And it's very hard for the body to heal in that state. It doesn't heal in a stressed out state. It that's just, it, right? That's exactly right. And so, you know, the doctor was really surprised that I kind of had, I, you know, I didn't break down in tears and start freaking out. I was, I was kind of in shock, but I was also like, okay, now I know what I need to heal with love, you know, and this is, this is it. And I of course had many conversations with the creator, like, okay, listen, if this is it, thank you. Life has been very beautiful. I've done almost everything I want to do. There's a few things that I still want to do. But if this is it, thank you. And kind of, I, I went into a place of surrender, right? So if this is it, this is it. But I think we have more work to do. And if we do, show me what it is, right? So I ended up having a transoral robotic surgery. I did not do chemo or radiation. Um, at that point, it was a choice that I made to not do that. And so... As of August of 2022, um, five years out, no evidence of disease, declared cancer-free, and am continuing on the path of healing myself with love because it's an ongoing journey and it's not easy to stay healthy. When when I was diagnosed, I was actually technically obese. I'm five seven and I was 189 pounds, which put me over the technical technically obese. benchmark yes benchmark which yeah. when I saw that on paper it freaked me out I carried it well of course but it was still like that was a reality check it's like oh you know what clearly I'm not as healthy as I thought I was and now I've manifested this cancer and what am I going to do to heal so I started eating pure foods um I really eliminated I joke around and say I eliminated my um four favorite food groups, coffee, wine, chocolate, and cheese. <laughs> and I did that cold turkey. I thought that alone would kill me, but it didn't. So I'm thankful. And I eliminated all processed sugar. I stopped drinking. Well, coffee was big. That was one of my 
or mm-hmm. favorite food groups, which I know are not actually food groups, but um, <laughs> it, it was a reset of how I was showing up for myself. Yes. And, and even today, it's a challenge to stay on track because society does not set us up to be healthy. It absolutely doesn't. And it's interesting that you said that it's not easy to stay healthy because I was listening to another podcast the other day and it's a fabulous podcast. It's by Ari, Ari Witten of the Energy Blueprint. And he was interviewing Dr. James Chestnut and they were talking about mainstream medicine versus chronic illness. And it was a part one and then part two comes out this weekend, which I can't wait to listen to. And Ari Witten was saying that, you know, people will often choose the easy way which is yes. what society caters to us, the convenience foods, the processed foods, you know, the foods laden with sugar that of course we love because it's so addictive, as opposed to the effortful way of looking after our health and exercising and choosing to eat clean, et cetera, et cetera. And it was interesting because Dr. James Chestnut said, I want to counter that because don't think of not being healthy as the easy way and being healthy as the hard way because it's actually very hard to be obese, to have diabetes, to have heart disease. And it is actually easier to look after your health when you learn how. Yes, that's true. That's very true. I love that that you distinguish that. I'm going to check that podcast out for sure, because I'm always looking for really great resources. So, you know, this whole journey, um, it changes you, as you know, facing mortality, you're, you're never the same. You look yeah. at life differently. Every second, every moment counts. And so we want to make sure that we're making a really big impact. And so last year I got the book done, the spiritual sugar book. And it Congratulations. truly, thank you. Thank you. It truly is my love letter to humanity. And it's really part memoir, you know, part spiritual awakening, there's a ton, tons of spiritual tools included. There's three parts. So there's kind of the awakening, which is my personal journal entries and journey through this whole navigating Western medicine, making the choice not to do chemo and radiation, not rolling into the fear, everything that I navigated there. And then the second part is spiritual tools, because I integrated a lot of the natural healing modalities. And sometimes people will say they're unconventional, but truly they're, they're ancient wisdom that we just haven't been incorporating into our lives because it isn't taught in the mainstream. So there's over 30 tools that I used that people can look at and pick and choose to see what might work for them. And then the final part is embodying spiritual sugar. And there's seven core areas that I encourage people to look at, to fortify their life, to really make it count and to enrich how they're living. And so I'm just so delighted with the feedback that I'm getting from the book. It's changing lives. It's helping people. And it was kind of, you know, sort of my, my promise, my handshake with the creator. Okay. If we're going to do this, let's do this. And so it felt right to get it out on the same, you know, the same year that I was declared, you know, no evidence of disease and cancer free, which is a huge thing. thing. Yeah. And so, you know, people have asked me, well, now that you know, you're in the clear, how is that going to change things? And I said, I don't know that we're all ever in the clear. I think we have to continually take really, really good care of ourselves. And I'm still course correcting in that, you know, I was just rereading my book again, because I'm doing a presentation coming up soon. I'm doing now doing employee wellness presentations, people who have budgets for their employee wellness programs are bringing me in to purchase the book, 
in bulk for their teams and then have me share my story, do a reading and then guide them through some journal exercises to create a commit to me plan. So I have to have to continually embody this because it's again, I like I like the notion that it's easier to be healthy than it is sick, which is true, but it's not always easy to get on that path to staying healthy. Absolutely. And there's so much information out there that it can be confusing. What's the right way to stay healthy? Which information is correct? Which information isn't? And, you know, in my work, it's very much bio-individual, right? So what might be right for one person may not be right for another. Although there are some general things like removing processed sugar and reducing the amount of processed foods that we're eating, that applies to everybody in the world, right? And understanding that and then working with somebody that can guide you is what's so important. And that helps make it easy. So, you know, you've got your book, you... Um, I don't know that you guide people through one-to-one because you've got your marketing business on the side, but people can use the tools in your book as a starting point. And, uh, and then I, myself, I help guide people through with those lifestyle changes to, you know, a hold people accountable, give them the accurate information, have them figure out what's right for them. Because when we create the environment for our body to heal, it will heal. We just need to know how. And then we need to stay on that track. And our health is our number one asset. If we don't have our health, we can't do all the other things that we want to do in our life. And so it does need to be a priority throughout our entire life. We don't just do it once and then I'm good. Right. So true. And, and I love that, you, love that you said that it's an individual journey because when I was putting the book together, so the, the title is Spiritual Sugar, which was given to me from source. So I can't really mm-hmm. argue with that. The subtitle is The Divine Ingredients to Heal Yourself with Love because you have to pick and choose your own ingredients and yeah. be guided by someone who's an expert like you. So you touched on something else. Um, I don't guide people through helping with the cancer journey, because I'm actually not qualified. It's just something that I did, right? You're qualified. There's a difference. And so I want to be really careful about that. And really my goal is, well, while spiritual sugar is partially about my healing with love journey with cancer, it truly is, as I said, that love letter to humanity so that hopefully everyone can start taking such good care of themselves that they avoid that big wake up call and that facing mortality like we had to do because it's not for the faint of heart. It really, truly is not. It isn't. And you've just given me full body goosebumps, literally, because your book will have people start to love themselves. And when yes. you love yourself enough, you will take action because you know you're worth it. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there's a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. It's so true. It is so true. And you know, just knowing that when people read the book, that they're inspired, a friend of mine read the book and she knows me really well. And she said to me, oh my gosh, this book is so much more than I even imagined. All the journal prompts in there. Thank you for reminding me of who I am. And even just that alone was, oh my gosh, it touched my heart. I was like, 
you're welcome. You know, that's it's just, why I wrote the book. Yeah, right. It's it's from my heart to yours. And I'm glad that it helped. And that's really important to me. I want people to take charge of their health. And you said something too about, you know, loving ourselves and, and really committing to ourselves. One of the messages that I received through the journey was your number one job is to commit to yourself to take care of you. And so often we don't do that. You know, our careers get in the way family, other obligations. And realistically, and, you know, many people say this, but you cannot give from an empty cup. So we have to fill ourselves up first, or we'll have nothing left to give. A hundred percent. And it's interesting because I used to be in the corporate world. And so I was there with everybody else, you know, busy raising my family and being a wife and building my career and not looking after me. And when I got into health coaching after very much being guided here. And that's a whole other story. And if someone wants to hear it, they can go back to episode one of the don't wait for your wake up call podcast. One of the first things I learned was that self-care is not selfish. And I had always believed that it was, and that I had to look after everybody else first. And that was huge for me. That was like the big aha, right? In the first week. And I created a mantra around it so that I could shift my mindset and I could keep repeating that mantra to myself until it became ingrained. And that was that self-care is the most selfless act because it allows you to show up and give the world the best of you instead of what's left of you. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. That's so true. And it's so important, you know, and I think society is just set up in a way where everything is so fast paced and you know, sometimes I even roll back into that energy and I have to pull back and mm-hmm. unplug from technology and, and really think about it and think, wait a minute, Lisa, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be stressing out. You're supposed to be taking really good care of yourself. You know, you have to kind of practice what you preach, so to speak. And sometimes it's a challenge. I'm not going to say that it isn't, you know, there's times when I would like to not have to be as regimented and it's not regimented in a bad way, by the way, once we start choosing to fuel our body and our soul and our cells and everything with these wonderful nourishing foods that are real food, instead of some of the packaged poisonous food, and that sounds harsh, but the truth of the matter is I always tell people, you know, read labels. If you can't pronounce it, it's probably not food. And once we start eating that real food and nourishing ourselves with that real food, it makes such a difference. And it does become habit and it does become part of our routine and our ritual. And really our bodies were designed to, you know, to operate on real pure food. That's why it grows on, you know, fruit grows on trees and, you know, vegetables (laughs) come from the ground, you know, it's all natural. And we've gotten away from, really our roots, I guess is the best way to say it. We absolutely have. And I agree with all that you're saying and share that as well. And again, I didn't know any of this when I was in the corporate world, right? And I've been out of the corporate world for eight years now. So in eight years, I have learned all of this and reading labels and changed the way that I eat. And I didn't do it all at once on one day. I did it over time. Right. We have to do it over time. Exactly. And that's how we build habits. And so don't expect to do everything all at once. Give yourself some grace to fall off and flounder, but know that each day you come back, you're one day ahead of where you were before. And as a result, eight years later, I have more energy. I feel so much better than I did 20 years ago when I was 35. I just turned 55. And 
because of the way I fuel my body and look after myself. And I had to learn to calendar my self-care time. And I love to unplug too. I was out yesterday evening on my paddleboard, just sitting out in the middle of the lake. You know, I paddled around for a while and then I just sat down and chilled and enjoyed the sunset. And that's what I love to do for me or getting out backcountry hiking into nature. I ski for me, nature calls and I have to be in it every day. And I love it because it really helps us drop out of our chronic fight or flight system and into our parasympathetic nervous system. And what is it that you can do that brings you joy, that allows you to unplug, that you can start to create a practice around? And it will take some time, but a year from now, you can have made huge progress. It's so true. And and nature is something that we both love, you know, deeply. And that was another one of the messages that I received when when I was getting all these messages and, and writing the book and, and getting it ready, and it was a lot of it flowed. And I know that it was given to me from source. And one of the messages that I was given was humanity has lost faith. And particularly over the past few years, because it's just been crazy and there's been so much division. And so people really aren't sure what to believe in anymore. And the message I got was continue to show people how to get back out into nature, because once you're out in nature and you just look around, at the wonder of nature, the trees, the birds, the leaves, the water, everything. There's no denying that there's something bigger than us, right? Absolutely. And it and it grounds us and it centers yes. us. Yes. And so I thought, well, that's something I can do because I'm always in nature. You know, when when I first um, received my diagnosis and I told friends and, and people that I was going to um, heal this with love, they thought I was nuts. They really did. They had no idea mm-hmm. what I was talking about. But I started walking every day. I walked more than an hour every day at that time. And I was taking pictures of nature. And and finally, a friend of mine said, I finally got what you meant. You know, it made sense. You were just taking care of you. And another person said to me, oh, my gosh, you got sick. So you lost weight because I released about 40 pounds in less than a year. And I said, no, I got healthy. So I lost weight. Right. There's there's so many misperceptions around that. And I love how you said that you're feeling better than you've ever felt. People tell me that I'm starting to look younger when I went through the whole cancer journey, because I started taking so much better care of myself. Right. Yeah. And I'm in my fifties as well. So it's like, okay, great. You know, I'll take it. And I don't take anything for granted either. I mean, I think we've really, we've been given this precious life to make a difference. And so now I'm making a difference with spiritual sugar. Yes. I'm still doing my marketing business and ironically helping people find their voice and interesting that I had throat cancer. Right. So that goes kind of down to all connected. It is like, what are you saying? What are you not saying? What do you really need to be saying out in the world? So there's lots of things happening and evolving. And I'm just really blessed to be able to do the work that I do. Well, and I love that you were able to tap into that inner wisdom and the downloads from source that, and allow them to guide you and that you were quiet enough to hear them and to then follow them. Yes. Because too often we still are in that go, go, go stressed out state. And when we're in that state, not only are we not healing, but we're not able to hear the guidance. We're not able to tap into our own intuition, let alone hear any downloads. And so it is so important to be able to slow down and do that. And I'm sure walking in nature for an hour every day that 
during that time, you were getting a lot of downloads or tapping into your intuition and getting a lot of answers and guidance with each and every walk. Absolutely. And connecting with my body more and more, Mm -hmm. you know, I was pretty tuned in. I thought it was clearly, I thought I was more tuned in than I was, but you know, (laughs) however, you're very tuned in when you can say I could feel it growing in my body. Right. Yeah. People are not that tuned in to, to know that. That is true. And I I wrote about that in the book too, because it was so strange. There was a time where I, I, I actually felt it move and spiral out and it felt kind of like a spider web moving. It was so strange. And I journaled about it because it was such a distinct feeling. It was like, wait a minute, you know, something's really going on here. And I want to get to the bottom of it because mm. it doesn't feel right. You know, yeah. I didn't, I had no idea what, what it was, but right. yeah. So I am glad to be able to share all of this because we are not promised tomorrow. Right. And I'm grateful for every moment that I've had. And I try to live each day as if it were my last, not recklessly, but really in a way where I cherish it. Right. And am I fulfilling? Yes. Am I spending my time the way I want to spend it? Am I spending it with the people that I want to spend it with? Am I making the impact that I want to make in the world without stressing myself out and without overtaxing myself? And and sometimes I have to bring myself, reel myself back in, right? Because there's only Mm. so much time and energy and we do Mm. need to really take care of ourselves, especially once we've been on a healing journey. And I love that you recognize that and that you do because sometimes people don't believe that they can reel themselves in or that they feel like they're stuck on the path that they're on. And the reality is, is that we always have a choice because you're in it. You might feel like you don't have a choice because you can't see the choice. And that's when you need to reach out for support from coach, from others that are outside of your world and that can look in and highlight the choices for you to help you continue navigating your path. So it's so true. And there's so many great resources out there. You know, I mentioned this in my book too. One of my favorite books was not was still is radical remission by Dr. Kelly Turner. And I think you're familiar with her as well. And I was, I was honored. I think it was last month that they featured spiritual sugar as a recommended read in their newsletter. And I was like, thank you. So this is full circle. I love it. And so I 100% really um, promote her work because she connected the dots. She was a cancer counselor and she saw all these, what they called spontaneous remissions. And she thought, oh my gosh, something has to be happening here. There has to be a common thread. So she went back and got her PhD in um, cancer research and then wrote the book and connected all the dots and tells all these great stories. And she's got another book out called radical hope, but I'm plugging her because it's, it was one of my healing Bibles throughout. And she really is doing a great service to humanity to show that sometimes in the medical profession, they overlook things because the doctors don't always talk to each other. But if you start connecting the dots, there are plenty of things that we can do that can help accelerate our health that aren't necessarily under the umbrella of Western medicine. And I love that you brought up that book because I am familiar with Dr. Kelly Turner's work and my podcast that comes out next week, which has just been recorded as well. That guest also recommended that book. I love it. (laughs) Audience, that's the book that you need to read or share. If you have someone in your life that has just received a cancer diagnosis or is you know, a bit further along their journey or in their healing journey, it doesn't matter where they're at, reading that book 
will change their life for the better. So I love that. And I also love radical hope because I love to say that without hope, the body can't heal, right? It's so true. The body will heal. And we always have hope when we haven't tried everything. If we feel like I've done everything and I give up, you know, that's the end of the healing. But when right. we go, there's always one more thing I could do, one more thing I can try. You know, in your book, you've got, you said 30 different um, things that you tried from all forms of medicine, right? And it's not that you have to do all 30. All right. In fact, don't try and do all 30 at once. That's exactly. my disclaimer. <laughs> too much, right? But start off with the ones that resonate with you at the first reading of the book. Do those. You can build on that. You can go back and read the book again. You can try some different ones. So absolutely. I love love all of this. And uh, kudos to you for the choices that you made and having the faith and understanding the power of your own body and being able to step away from the fear. And I love sharing you with my audience because anybody listening that knows anyone that is dealing with cancer is find that one person that's healed themselves because that means you can do it too. Don't think about the numbers the doctors tell you and how many people might not have. That doesn't matter. Find the one person who has and know that that means you can too. That's so powerful. And, And it's so true. That's many people have said to me, you know, tell me again, tell me what your recipe was. What did you do? And I say, listen, I can tell you what I did, but every cancer is different. Every person is different. And you have to find your own ingredients to create your own recipe. It would be negligent for me to say, yeah, just do this, this, and this, and you'll be fine. Because I don't know that. And and until individuals can tap into their own intuition and really know when something feels right or feels off, they're not going to be able to heal. So it's important to have that hope and have that faith, but also to question everything. And always get second opinions and don't just take um, everything at face value. Western medicine is wonderful. And I am so grateful to my healing team. And there are, you know, they stay in their lane. They don't get a lot of training on nutrition. I would never, ever get advice from my surgeon about nutrition because it's not his wheelhouse, right? So we want to make sure that we're pulling from different resources and not just putting all of our faith and hope in one area, but really, again, I like to say, break the trance, challenge the status quo and engage critical thinking. It's vital. It it will save your life. Absolutely. And so, so true. I love that. Break the trance. What was the next one? (laughs) No, I'm not going to be able to say it. Break the trance, challenge the status quo and engage Engage critical thinking. (laughs) I love that. The challenge, the status quo. I might have to use that too. Love that. So um, is there anything else that you would like to share about the book? Or I would love for you to also let people know how they can get the book. Yeah. I mean, the the best thing to do, I have one here, imagine that, is to go to spiritualsugar.com and you can get the book there. You can get signed copies. You can also order on Amazon. It's in bookstores now. I did a signing at Barnes and Noble, which is pretty exciting. That's very Um, exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. But when you go to spiritualsugar.com, you can also receive a 
um, Journey of Awakening audio from me and some journal prompts that are in the book. So if you're not quite ready to get the book, but you just want to have some of those journal prompts and a little taste, sign up and you'll get updates from me. And, you know, just also support your independent bookstores. Go to your local bookstore and ask for it. They can order it for you too. I love bookstores. So I'm going to plug wherever you want to get it, get it. It doesn't, I'm not attached to that. Just get it. And it makes a great gift for many people as well. I've had people who ordered it for Christmas gifts for people and are now gifting it just like I gifted Dr. Kelly Turner's book to everyone I knew. As soon as somebody told me they were facing any kind of cancer and even not even cancer, all of the things that she teaches are things that we should be doing anyway. I love it. And I also love supporting local bookstores. So I always go to mine first. So definitely recommend that. And I've also put into the show notes, your free gift, which thank you very much for that. The uh, journey of awakening audio with the journal prompts. So I do recommend everybody check that out. And I would love to ask you the question that I love to ask all of my guests, which is what does don't wait for your wake up call mean to you? It means to start taking care of yourself today now and don't wait. I mean, really, our health is truly our wealth. And it doesn't get any more complicated than that. (laughs) Start now. (laughs) Right. Shift that mindset as to the value of your health. How important is your health to you? And think about how would you live your life if you didn't have your health? There's a saying, and I believe it was the Dalai Lama who said it, that man can have a thousand dreams until he doesn't have his health. And then he has but one. Interesting. Yeah, that's so powerful. And any other tip that you would like to leave the audience? Get out in nature today, if you can. Seriously, just go breathe some fresh air. Put your feet in the grass. So powerful. Love that. Well, thank you so much for your time coming on the show, Lisa. I really, really appreciate it. I love that you share your story to help others. And I highly encourage everyone to get your book, check out the free gift, gift that book to people who need to read it. And uh, if anybody is interested in the marketing side of your work, that's also listening because you never know, um, please let people know how they can get hold of you. Oh, absolutely. You can go to writeoncreative.com, which is like you're writing, W-R-I-T-E, writeoncreative.com. I also have a really fun um, quiz called the Messenger Quiz at themessengerquiz.com. So if you want to elevate your message, you'll get a special messaging exercise and you'll learn your messaging style with some action items that you can take to amplify that message and magnetize your ideal soulmate clients. I love that. And is that also at writeoncreative.com? Yeah, it's there as well. Or you can go directly to themessengerquiz.com. Yeah. Wonderful. I have all of that in the show notes. So thank you again for sharing all of your wisdom, your experience, your journey, and for giving others hope. Thank you for having me. It's so powerful. My pleasure. And thank you to my audience for tuning in each and every week, listening to this. I hope you're enjoying this series from Cancer Survivors and Thrivers. I have one more episode next week, so be sure to tune back in. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. 
It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.